Welcome to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. I'm Tori Mystic, here with my dog, Lucy. Together, we're interviewing cool, creative women entrepreneurs whose work is inspired by their dogs. Do you dream of working alongside your dog? Then sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. On this episode, I'm talking to a woman who is working with her husband to create a better travel dog bed. Their Pitbull mixes are the focus group for this new product, and it's really interesting to learn how they impacted the design. Listen to hear all about it and see what dog products they want to improve next. Leah Wigman is a graphic designer with an industrial design background. For seven years, she worked side-by-side with her industrial designer husband, building a small startup baby gear brand into a multi-million dollar business. After their experience working in the baby industry, they realized they wanted to take their knowledge about business and product design and apply it to the things they use day in and day out with their puppies, Scooter and Mo. Hey, Leah. Hi. How's it going? Good, good. Doing well. Good. Thanks for being on the show. I'm excited to learn um, what you guys are up to. and Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having us. Oh, here's Scooter. Oh, hey, Scooter. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're new to the podcast, uh, we publish the, or I publish the videos on YouTube as well. So um, there's a, a video version of this episode available on my YouTube channel under Wear, Wag, Repeat, and you can, you can see all the puppies too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should remember when I'm making notes that not everyone is watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell us about your new business, Spruce Pup. Yeah, so Spruce Pup is a collaboration with my husband, Elijah, and um, basically we've worked together since we met doing different things. Um, I started as an industrial designer, and we made we worked for a company called Michael Graves Design Group, and they did products for Target, so we worked together then when we were kind of fresh out of college kids, and when we moved to Pittsburgh, we we worked for a startup called Four Moms and worked on baby products. Um, and we were kind of the original designers there. So we actually really helped sculpt and build that brand. Um, and in doing so, we always had these side offshoot ideas of what we would do if we had our own company. And they they tended to always circle back to our pups. So we've had Scooter forever. Eli had her in college. So when I met him, she came with him and, you know, obviously fell in love with both. But then a couple years later, we found Mo. He was a stray and we took him in and he was all scrappy and now he's my heart. Um, <laughs> but so, you know, we take them with us everywhere. Um, we go camping a lot. We travel a lot. My family's a couple hundred miles away. So we, we travel there multiple times a year and we're always kind of scooping up all their gear and loading them in the car and they they're great troopers about it but um over time we've kind of learned different things that like well you know what there's no great solution for this or you know like a bunch of different avenues of owning a dog and traveling with a dog so when we both um left for moms we decided to start our own company which is spruce pup and um what we're doing is we're, we're designing products that help people travel with their dogs, that help them kind of be on the move with their animals. So our first product is the, the pack bed, which is a really soft plush dog bed that folds up and has pockets in it and zips right up and you can kind of throw all their things in it. Um, so when you're traveling, whether it's for the weekend or for a week long vacation, you can take 
the bed that they're used to and comfortable with at home and zip it up and throw their toys and their treats and everything in it and bring it right with you. So that was kind of the the flagship product that we, we came up with and we're still working on. We're still in the starting phase of <laughs> this this endeavor. Um, but we've got a couple other products that we're we're working on while we're waiting on different samples from our manufacturing partners and as we're kind of getting the wheels going right now. Right. Yeah. I think the bed is such a great idea. I've seen it in person and um, it's a, it's a pretty decent sized bed. Like a lab is comfortable. I'm sure you're going to oh, make absolutely. it in different sizes, but um, you know, it's not like a, a travel. When you think of like travel things, they're always like teensy tiny. <laughs> yeah. Right. And you know, obviously we've done some research in the area and usually what people pass off as travel beds are blankets that roll up pretty much. Um, no, this is a, a hardcore bed. It's, you know, meant to be their, their at home bed, their everyday bed. And then it just has this nice, um, ability to travel with you a lot more easily than, than a normal bed. Um, yeah, That's we, awesome. we definitely are planning on making it in different sizes. We're kind of starting with the size that fits our dogs because that's what we're most used to. Well, um, I'm happy about that because my dog is the same size as your dog. Yeah, so. yes. Lucy and Scooter and Mo are all about the same size. We've got both our pups are pit bull mixes and they're all, they're between 60 and 70 pounds. Scooter's getting a little heavier in her older age. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to, I'm really curious about the process of coming up with this, you guys have a design background. So you have probably prototyped and, and workshopped many different products, but specifically for the pack bed, how exactly did it come to be? Did you start off with a store-bought bed that you like stapled pockets to, or like, how did it happen? Yeah. Um, you know, the idea of the travel bed was we had already kind of had the idea of the folding mechanism. So from there, we we both have a pretty good background in soft goods design. Um, my husband has done a lot of work and knows some some pretty good sewers in the area. So we've actually, we've got our own sewing machine and we'd kind of whip up a few rough prototypes. I was kind of quilting the the sheets at different points in time to try to make the right patterns and that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, we really, we start with just drawing it on paper and we have big rolls of paper all throughout our, our basement as kind of our studio right now. Um, and actually I should mention that my husband and I both have full-time jobs. So this is our like after work, after the wee hours, after our daughter goes to bed kind of thing. Um, so we're, we're down there on our hands and knees drawing the, the different shapes for the pack bed and how it could potentially fold up. And then from there, we kind of start just doing rough prototypes in our basement. And when we've got a really good handle on um, the patterns, the like draft patterns, like you would use to make a dress or that kind of thing, like we'll start by creating those. And then we work with our, our friends who are actually really good at sewing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we've probably done five or six different prototypes just locally between us and our our close friends um, that do that stuff. And then we've, we've also worked with a couple different manufacturers to get um, rough prototypes done first for, you know, before pl placing a big order. Right. Of course. So I'm assuming obviously that Scooter and Mo have done a lot of testing. Oh, oh yeah. So um, what, <laughs> what did you learn from them? Like what is a feature that you got rid of or that you added because of watching how they interact with it? 
Yeah, um, well, we've come a long way from where we originally were. The first prototype was this kind of, looking back on it now, it was this crazy concoction. It was going to be a little bit more cave-like, so we wanted to have, like, a sail that could kind of pop up, like the um, like a sunshade of a stroller. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we've got a lot of baby references in our <laughs> arsenal from being in the industry. But so it would pop up, and they could kind of snuggle in there, and it could be something that you have outside and was, like, a sun protector or um, just kind of made them feel a little bit more cozy and snugged. And we realized that our dogs did not care for it. When we had that up, they did not go into the bed at all. Um, So we removed that. And then we realized that, like, they like to try to snuggle into the edges of the the bed a lot. And we just had a flat bed that had kind of sidewalls because of where the zippers were. Um, And we, we started building on these bolsters that make it a lot more comfortable and a lot more squishy for them. Um, so that was another addition. And there've been many iterations of that. They actually have like an undercut so that they can kind of nuzzle their noses underneath there and get really cozy and kind of almost cover up their, their face a little bit. Um, which Mo really likes. Um, so yeah, there've been a bunch of different options. We also have played with, um, we've got some different D rings on the side that you can connect a, a leash too, so that when you're actually walking them to or from the car, we bring it out to the park when there's like a band in the park kind of thing. You can hold the bed and you're walking your dog at the same time instead of having to do a leash and the bed and all of the things. So oh, wow. there's different different pockets and latches and trying to really make it the all-in-one solution so you aren't juggling, which I feel like is what we do now with all of the things that we have for them. Yeah. Well, I know I've, I've road tripped with Lucy and we're about to head off on another one pretty soon. And it's like, you don't have enough hands the way, right. the way that I travel with her now. It's like just so many bins and bags and blankets. Right. And- yeah. And I'm sure you've probably got it down to a science where you've got your bin and your, all your things are kind of ready to go. And, and that's kind of our inspiration too is I, I like to organize and I like to have like everything kind of ready to go. And if there's a thing that we can create that makes that easier for people who maybe don't want to spend the time organizing or mm-hmm. creating the perfect solution out of Tupperware bins and plastic bags and things like that, something that's a little bit more um, user-friendly, that's kind of our goal. Yeah, what a great idea. Like the first big road trip that I took with Lucy, I asked all my Instagram followers how they deal with packing their dog's oh, food smart. Yeah. for trips. And I think it was the most commented on post <laughs> at the time. Everyone had an opinion. And oh, I should go back and, and look for that post because that would be super interesting yeah. to read. There's some product research for you. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was interesting just people talking about Tupperware containers and Ziploc bags and and different things. And I was even just daydreaming on a walk the other day about, um, like, if you've seen those reusable sandwich bags that are, like, mm-hmm. fabric and they're lined with plastic kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Like, what if I made something like that? Because I sew, mm-hmm. too. Um, and I could just, like, keep Lucy's food in there and reuse it because I'm always throwing away Ziploc bags. So... You know, it's it's very interesting when you start thinking about it, and and you guys have the design background, so mm-hmm. that's a huge bonus. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely helpful. We 
we unfortunately get ourselves into too many projects because of it. <laughs> but, I can't relate at all. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> You've got all the free time in the world. <laughs> so what was, what was the very first product that you designed when you knew that you were going to be a designer? Oh, gosh. When I knew I was going to be a designer. Um, I'm trying to think like way back because I feel like I always kind of knew I was going to be a designer. Oh, okay. Maybe it was like something that you made when you were eight or something like that. Yeah. So I used to always, um, if there were free, if there was free furniture on the side of the road or, you know, yard sale kind of things, I would scoop that stuff up and I would take over my parents' garage and I would just strip it and paint it and do, I used to do some wacky things. I would glue things to chairs and reupholster them. Um, so that was probably my first like intro to loving design and the design of physical things. Um, yeah, I, there are a number, I did a desk where I like drip painted the drawers and there were some interesting projects that I think my mom still has <laughs> around the house. That's so fun. And then did you study design in college? I did, yeah. So I went to RIT in Rochester, New York. I'm from upstate New York. So um, they have a really great industrial design program. And that's what I went to school for. And I minored in graphic design. So um, when I was there, I did a bunch of different projects like shoe design, furniture design, lamp design. I think we designed a vacuum one year, which was very interesting. <laughs> um, and that while could, I was that there, could be I, down the line for Spruce Pup because, you know, that's very pet, true. Pet parents need a good vacuum. <laughs> oh my gosh. If you have any recommendations, I am open. To <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was really big into um, furniture design for a long time. I studied in Copenhagen and did a furniture design program where I, um, did bent veneer furniture. So oh, I did, cool. I designed a chair that is now in our basement slash studio <laughs> space. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of my intro. And then I got into understanding what you could really do with a design degree and actually products that do a little bit more than just furniture. I think my, my world was opened a little bit more when I worked for Michael Graves design and, and all the things that they did for target. That was a big, broad world oh yeah definitely like beautiful items and high functioning and yeah and you know the the design of everyday items like mops and brooms and hangers and things that you wouldn't really think about but how can you make those things better and make people's kind of everyday mundane tasks a little bit easier I did really like getting into kind of how to improve on something to make that chore easier and maybe more enjoyable in some fashion uh, aspect. And I think that's what we're trying to do with Spruce. And, you know, you, you get to enjoy being with your dogs all the time, but that little moment of packing them up and getting all of their things ready, or, you know, if you, you're traveling just to grandma's house with them, like. Right. And I, and I think what's nice too, is that, you know, I have beautiful dog beds and beautiful things for Lucy here at my house. But when we travel, we, I don't take any of those things yeah, with right? me. So with your products, you kind of are taking something that's well-designed and that you love and your dog loves everywhere with you, you know, to grandma's house or to a motel or wherever you end up staying. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the hope. 
So um, you have a graphic design background, and I love the visual identity and the branding for Spruce Pop. It's very like 70s kind of looking. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're definitely, we keep kind of referencing, we're like a camp vibe, vibe meets Wes Anderson is kind of our like yes. design inspiration for it. Um, I totally picked that up. <laughs> yeah, things that we, we just really dig and, and want to kind of you know, this is our, our best opportunity to really like be our own brand and whatever we want to be. Um, and you know, we love the outdoors and we just love that kind of retro style. So we're definitely throwing that into the branding. The products are a lot more modern, I would say than than what the, the visual identity is, but, um, we're kind of melding all of those things together. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. The, the colors and everything are just really kind of funky and yeah, thanks. Oh, that means a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's, you did a really great job with it. Um, so what is it like working and starting a company with your husband, especially a company that's a side hustle? So you're probably <laughs> a little stressed out. How how do you guys juggle it all? Oh, gosh. You know, it's it's great and it's awful all rolled into one. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've definitely had some moments, but in the end, like it's what we want to be doing. And we love, we love working together. Um, and right now my husband, he owns a consultancy where he does design for different, mostly startups in the area, but, um, he does a lot of different products during the day and I'm working for a, a design agency within town. So when we come home, we kind of want that that break from doing things for other people. And we really want to focus on what we want to be doing. And, and this is really what we want to be doing. And it's kind of all encompassing. <laughs> it's, you know, what we want to be doing in our spare time, which is great. Um, sometimes it's a little exhausting, but for the most part, it's, it's not really a chore because it's just kind of what's on our mind. And we end up just talking about it over dinner. And then we end up talking our friends ears off and they don't really care to hear anymore <laughs> but you know so do you guys have like a really formal structure of like job descriptions and titles and who does what um not really not I would at the think moment. there would be a lot of just like meshing of yeah there's overlap. a lot of blending um I tend to like to have an assignment and I'll go so I we Usually I'll come home and we'll we'll brainstorm over dinner and we'll talk about, okay, so what's the next step? Okay, this is what we think we need to be doing next. And then I need to create a task for myself and then I'll, I'll run downstairs and just spend the night working on that. We'll usually throw something on the TV in the background and <laughs> try to make it fun, you know, whether it's a movie or music and just kind of relaxing in the basement which is a, is a nice basement. It sounds really <laughs> dark and dank when I say it like that. You know, we go to the basement and work, but <laughs> we've made it a really nice studio. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure with your guys' design talent that it's a very beautiful space. <laughs> so what, um, like, what are your, your dreams for Spruce Pub? Like, what's next after the travel bed in terms of some kind yeah. of, like, dream future project that's not even, doesn't even exist yet? Oh, gosh. Or maybe it does. Maybe you already have lots of ideas. <laughs> well, we have a few other things that we've been prototyping. Um, you kind of hit on 
like dog food, traveling with that kind of thing. So we've been working on a few different products for that, whether it's um, a small thing for like a day outing or something that is more like the week long carry all. So we've got a couple things in the works um, along those lines. And down the line farther, we we have so many different brainstorms on just the I, I really want to do something that's a little bit more like a bug out bag for your dog, you know, that's, yeah. that's just always ready. And, um, whether it's for just a walk or for, you know, the whole day, but something that, that makes it so you don't have to think and plan and you can just kind of grab it. And you know that, you know, your, your leash is in there, your poop bags in there, you're like everything that you need, all your right. dog essentials are kind of right there with you. So I think that something along those lines is probably going to be in the works for us. That's a great idea. I keep a little backpack. It's like a mini backpack um, by my back door that has like a dog water bottle and some treats and some poop bags. And uh, (laughs) so if we ever want to go out to like a brewery or go out for the day or go to a concert outside, I do just grab that and and pretty much can go. It's really handy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We have the same kind of thing. And, you know, if we can make it a really nicely curated, um, well designed that takes up a lot less space and, and kind of can do it all for you. Like that's, that's our hope is just to kind of take the, the work away from everyone so that they can just kind of rely on our products to help them with their, their life with their dog. Right. So they have more time to actually enjoy and have fun and not be exactly. like organizing stuff. Yeah, exactly. Can I make a request? Absolutely. Okay, I have never ever found a poop bag holder like dispenser that is decent that I like. Like yes. the hard plastic ones, like the cap falls off and then it's gone mm-hmm. and then it's over. Um, right. Or they like completely rip off the leash. Anytime I have someone watch Lucy overnight or for a couple of days, the poop bag holder is gone when I come back. I don't know what happens <laughs> to it. <laughs> yeah. And we've oh, tried yeah. like silicone ones which I was like, oh, that's going to be so much better. But like the bags get stuck on the silicone and I can't mm-hmm. get them out. Um, so I would like you guys to figure out. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll take that request. I think we can do something with that. I mean, it doesn't have to be like tomorrow, but. <laughs> well, but we'll take awesome. any requests. Anything you got, send it our way. We'll try to work on it. Cause... Yeah, because I think those are things that are like horribly designed that um, oh gosh yeah would, would be and that's really the best awesome. source of inspiration your frustration is really the best source of inspiration for yeah. a lot of design yeah so um well, well speaking of like what are what is a product like maybe it's for dogs or maybe it's not um but not something that you make yourself that that really improves your life like that just has amazing design that like, is appreciate such a good the design question. of it I know it's kind of like I should have given you a heads up <laughs> <laughs> no that's okay you, you know the the first thing that came to mind um is not necessarily product specific although it kind of ties to a product specific so we live in this very mid-century house um and our kitchen is like the kitchen of the future from like 1955 <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of those just has like a bunch of different unique little pockets in it. And it's got one of those KitchenAid cabinets where it's down below and your KitchenAid fits in it. And then it pops up like this so that, um, so that's like counter height when yeah. you want to use it, but it goes away and tucks into the, the lower cabinets when you don't want to use it. Mm. And my KitchenAid is always in there and I like to bake a lot. So I make a lot of bread and we make pizza all the time. And, um, that to me 
is such a lifesaver <laughs> to have that counter space free and to not have to like lug my giant KitchenAid up right. onto the it counter. Was really heavy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, it's funny that that was the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> but, well, whatever but, your first reaction is is usually like, right? the most yeah. honest. So yes, I I have to say that nothing dog related really comes to mind, which is why we started our company. <laughs> One of the questions I ask all of my guests is what qualities do they share with their dogs, like personality, quirks, um, or just what what do you have in common with your dogs? And you have two, so. I do, yeah. Well, we definitely have like, Mo is kind of my snuggle bug and Scooter is Eli's forever dog. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that I probably share the most similarities with Mo and we are both snuggle bugs like I said like we are just lovey we love to curl up he is fairly lazy (laughs) which I love because I just like to snuggle with him on the couch um and we like to just be near each other so he will like be my pillow (laughs) um but he's also just got this funny personality where he I don't know he he sings to us so when we come in the door, um, he does like a, <laughs> and, and I think I, I have those similar, like just weird quirks. <laughs> We're just both little oddballs. Um, so I think that that's, that's probably me, me and Scooter. We both have sassy personalities. So Leah, tell us when is the bed g- coming out? Cause I know everyone's going to want it after they listen to this. Oh, well, I hope so. Um, And that is a very good question, one that I am not 100% sure on. But we have switched our manufacturing partner. We were um, working with a a company that we didn't really know, and we're having some difficulty getting feedback from them. So now we're working with people that we really like, and um, we've just gotten pictures of our first round of prototypes. So we're working on the second round. We sent them some feedback and should be getting samples any day now. Um, That's so exciting. Be- Where's your manufacturer located? They are in China. Okay. So, so, the, so there's a big like time delay and it's hard there to is. Yeah. We're, we're fortunate enough to have like enough um, people in the industry that we actually have a friend that is kind of the, the go between between us and the manufacturer. So he's been super helpful. And, um, but because it's a new, partner for us and a new um, relationship. We're not 100% sure on the timing and the turnaround of that kind of thing. And we're also back and forth between doing a Kickstarter campaign. So <laughs> trying to decide if you're going to do one or not. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because there's a, you know, a, a bunch of different options of financing it ourselves or actually um, just going and taking orders from retailers, which is another good viable option. We've seen a lot of interest just in having like pictures right. <laughs> a year ago. So. Yeah. And just taking pre-orders. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. So for anyone who is listening and wants to, um, wants to learn more about the pack bed or maybe buy one when they do come out, um, you can go to our website, sprucepup.com and just sign up for our email list and we'll keep you informed. And that'll really help us understand the, the interest as well, which would be super helpful yeah. in terms of knowing like when to, place an order or if we should start a Kickstarter campaign. Yeah. So if you love awesome dog design products, then <laughs> head over to sprucepup.com and sign up. 
no commitment, just to let them know that you love high design dog products. So absolutely, that yeah, would be very helpful. All right, well, <laughs> thank you so much, Lee. I really appreciate you being on the show, and I can't wait to see what happens for you guys in the future. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate talking to you. Thank you for listening to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. You can fetch show notes for this episode at wearwagrepeat.com. If you like what you hear, please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And until next time, Lucy and I will see you around the dog park.